My guest today is Dr. Jason Fung. Dr. Jason Fung is a highly respected and influential figure in the field of intermittent fasting, low carb and therapeutic nutrition. With his revolutionary approach to weight loss, metabolic health and the treatment of chronic diseases, Dr. Fung has become a leading voice in the global health and wellness community. Dr. Fung completed his medical degree at the University of Toronto and went on to specialize in nephrology, focusing on the management of kidney diseases. It was during his clinical practice that he recognized the significant impact of nutrition and lifestyle on overall health and disease prevention. As a best-selling author, Dr. Fung has penned several groundbreaking books, including The Obesity Code, The Complete Guide to Fasting, and The Diabetes Code. His work has honestly inspired millions of people worldwide to reevaluate their relationship with food, challenge conventional dietary wisdom, and adopt a more sustainable and effective approach to type 2 diabetes management, weight management, and metabolic health. I first met Dr. Fung when, when I organized the Old Mutual Health Summit in Cape Town, South Africa in 2015, and he has become a great friend and mentor to me. I'm so grateful to have him here. Welcome to the Revitalized Health Podcast, Dr. Fung. So we were talking about the calories, cal calories in, calories out paradigm. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's, it's really like the problem I have with the whole calories in, calories out paradigm, which I think Gary Taubes has been talking about forever. And yeah. he, I think he's so right, actually. And of yeah. course, a lot of people attack him because they don't quite understand. <laughs> I don't think yeah. they understand his point. But, you know, to me, the whole calories in, calories out um, idea is sort of like first level thinking because it's not really uh, about just trying to eat fewer calories. You're trying to really understand what why it is that you're eating too many calories like is it that you're eating too many or is that your metabolic rate is going down because it's both things right and uh so so just saying that well you know just just eat fewer calories is all about calories is not getting to that deeper level of understanding like why is your calories in greater than calories out like that's the real question and that's where the hormones come in because there are hormones that make you hungry there are home hormones that make you full uh the, you know there are hormones that increase your metabolic rate there are hormones that decrease your metabolic rate right so if you give somebody insulin it doesn't change the calories that they eat but it, it tells your body to store more so you're going to store more even if you reduce your calories and take insulin you'll still gain weight it's 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 been shown in lots of studies so, you know, to me, it's about, it's the same as if you're to say, you know, why is somebody alcoholic? Well, it's more alcohol in than alcohol out, right? So therefore, the key is to just drink less alcohol. Yeah. Well, that's the least useful advice you could possibly give an alcoholic, 100%. right? It's, it's oh. completely useless, right? Or like cocaine, right? Oh, you smoke Yo, cocaine and cocaine out. Well, that's not the point. The point yeah. is that why are you taking more alcohol? Is it because you're depressed? Do you need, and, and therefore, if you're depressed, then you need to get an antidepressant or you need to seek therapy. And that will help your alcoholism, right? Yes. And, and, and that's the whole point is that you're, you're trying to get to that deeper level of understanding of why it is that your calories in are exceeding your calories out, right? So just to say, eat fewer calories is just useless advice. It's sort of like, you know, uh, I'm always reminded of, uh, you know, this famous question, which is why did the Titanic sink, right? A lot of people will say, well, it hit an iceberg. It's like, that's the wrong answer, right? Because if you think that's the right answer, then the solution uh, to preventing future accidents is just hit less icebergs. 
do you think that's useful advice? No, it's not, right? The reason it, it hit the iceberg that sank it is that it was going too fast in an area that had lots of icebergs, right? So the solution then is to slow down, which will actually prevent you from hitting an iceberg and sinking. The advice to slow down is useful because you're getting to that deeper level of understanding of why it is you hit the iceberg. Not that you hit the iceberg, but why you hit that iceberg, right? If you just have advice, don't hit icebergs. Yes, thanks very much, Captain Obvious. That's not useful. Same thing with calories in, calories out. Why is the calories in exceeding the calories out? You simply cannot just reduce calories in because calories out will reduce as well if you do the wrong thing, which is you don't pay any attention to the foods that you eat. You simply count your calories. So to my mind, the whole calories uh, debate is, I'm not saying that they're wrong. I'm saying that they're just not understanding the deeper levels uh, you know, of, of this whole debate, right? As, as Tro always says, you know, it's not about controlling your calories. It's about controlling your hunger. Why are you eating? Yes. If you're eating, for example, because you have a food addiction, like Jen Unwin always right. talks about, right? Then you can't simply say eat fewer calories because it's the exact, it's exactly the same as saying, um, you know, drink less alcohol. Yeah. It doesn't really yeah. work. So, no. Um, the, the whole the whole problem is just trying to understand that that sort of that sort of um, you know second level thinking second order thinking yeah. not that sort of first order thinking but then you get everybody who's like oh it's all about uh, you know uh, first law of thermodynamics like I'm not saying that the first law of thermodynamics is wrong I'm saying that you have to go to that, that sort of deeper level right? Why are you eating too much? Is it emotional eating? If that is the case, then you need to fix it. Is it because you're eating too often? If that is the case, then fix that. Is it because you're eating too much junk food? If that's the case, then that's the problem, not the calories. Those things, you know, eating junk food, eating too much sugar, eating too often, emotional eating, food addiction. Yeah. Those are all the root causes that will lead you to eat more calories than you expend, which will lead you to weight gain. Yeah. Fix those. Don't fix the calories. That's the just drink less alcohol. I'm such a genius sort of, uh, you know, thing. Or just don't hit icebergs. It's like, oh, my. <laughs> right? Oh, I, honestly. It is so perfect. But I love that you said that. You know, one place that I've seen that be so prevalent is the exercise community. And it drives me insane. We have these young and very often these young physicians who are these bodybuilders or weightlifters and they're eating junk food and all about calories in, calories out. And you're like, oh, I can't wait for 20 years down the line when like this kind of stuff is going to catch up with you, right? (laughs) Anyway. It's always the exercise uh, community because, right? uh, yeah, and 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 it's because they see that their thinness as uh, proof that they're su- morally superior to everybody else, right? They're like, I'm thin. It is quite sickening, actually. I'm thin, so therefore I'm so I've got so much willpower, and you don't. Right. And it's always looking down on people. And I agree. The, the problem is they never understand what it is. That, you know, that's the problem. They think they're helping, 
but they're really not, right? They're the people who lead to all this fat shaming, which is that, you know, it's all about willpower, right? It's like, let's go hit the gym, right? It's like, no, it's about eating the right foods because people can stay thin without exercising necessarily, right? Uh, you know, exercise is good. I have yeah, no problem with that. But, you know, you know, it's, it's it, that, that whole calories in, calories out is such a destructive attitude um, in my mind, it's it, it, it's it shows a, a stunning lack of compassion for people. It's the just drink less alcohol. You have such a you know, you have such low willpower. It's like, no, they're depressed. They have post-traumatic stress disorder. They need counseling. They need Alcoholics Anonymous. They need compassion. They don't need you to tell them to drink less alcohol. It's yeah. the exact same thing. You yeah. need to understand why they're eating more calories. Are they and we saw this actually in COVID, which was people were super depressed. So yeah. they ate and they yeah. couldn't do anything else. And people gained a lot of weight. Like I saw it all over the place. Like, you know, 30% of my friends were like, whoa, I need to lose this weight. Luckily, you know, once things settled down, they did. But I think it was a manifestation of underlying depression. And they're trying to sort of medicate themselves. Out. I know I did it right during COVID. I was eating all kinds kinds of crap. Why? Because I had nothing to do. And I was pretty much self-medicating with these drugs like sugar, which would make you feel good. Right. Yeah. And, and it's, it's, it's understandable to a point. Um, I sort of understood what was happening, but was not necessarily able to completely avoid it. It, it was such a dramatic shift. I mean, I mean, COVID was such a dramatic shift in, in lifestyle, it, it, even though I sort of knew. And if, if I didn't know what was going on, that is like, I'm slightly depressed because I'm completely isolated from yeah. everything I normally do, everything that used to give me pleasure. All I have is eating. So I'm going to eat and I'm going to eat these things that are not very good for me because they give me that little hit of, you know, dopamine, yeah, dopamine, yeah that sugar. Uh, it was awful. Um, you know, now you can go out, you can do things you enjoy skiing, tennis, whatever it is, right? Instead of, oh, I can't do any of that. Let me go eat cookies, right? Um, but understanding that that's what was the problem, right? Uh, dysthymia, depression. Well, that's what's going to help you fix the, you know, calorie problem because it's understanding why people are, are, are not, are, are overeating calories for their for their um, metabolic rate right so that's that's what I always think it's like uh, I'm so you know I'm always so dismayed a little bit that most of what's out there is calories in calories out most of what's in the universities is calories in calories out because you have these researchers who really you know can't can't understand more than that right it's 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 very shallow thinking and you'd think that they'd know better, but really they, 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 they sort of go along with it because that's what gets funding, right? It's, mm -hmm. it's what goes by. So you have people focused on say, you know, ultra processed foods. And I think that's, that's good. I think it's only one of many things, right? So ultra processed foods, junk food, which is highly processed is what's going to cause you to eat more because, well, that's what it's designed to do, right? So they process out a lot of the stuff, they stuff in all this sugar, they stuff in all these additives, and all of a sudden you have an ultra processed food that you're going to eat more. But that's understanding that that's what's leading to the excess calories, which is leading to the weight gain. But that's only one of, right? It's not the be all and end all. That's one of many possible causes of obesity. The others, you know, 
some people are addicted to carbs, right? That's some people are addicted to sugar. It's, it's, you need to understand that. So yeah, I I I I think that that's that's a really important message. Unfortunately, it tends to get lost a lot, and that always disdains me a little bit. I totally, but I think the more we speak about it, the more we highlight it, the better it's going to be. And and that's been shown over the last ten years that I've known you, right? That this message, especially the fasting, has become so much more mainstream and accepted by everyone, especially as a therapeutic modality, um, because yeah. of all the positive impact that you have had and how many people's lives have been changed. I mean, it's incredible. So I know we're coming to the end of our time. I want to know from you your top three health tips. I think the the really you know, and I remember. Um, one of them, of course, is really to focus in on the lifestyle because health is really about lifestyle. And, you, you know, as much as we think about, about medicine as, you know, drugs and surgery, uh, that's sort of the last resort. So lifestyle and diet are really the most important thing. I don't think anybody really disagrees with that. Um, but, and, and certainly that's one of the most uh, important things it can do. Second, I think is uh, sort of maintaining uh, community. Um, I think that really has been under, under sort of estimated the effect of losing a community has on people. Um, I think that, you know, there's a lot of data if you ever look for it um, of people like immigrants, for example, who move from, you know, from say India to Canada, for example, or China to Canada, seeking a better life. And uh, while they make more money, the problem is sometimes they're so isolated from what they knew. Yeah. Now that doesn't happen because Toronto is very multicultural now, but you, yeah. so you do find your community. But when they did, when my parents came in the seventies and so on, they were so isolated that they'd have these, you know, this, this 3000 square foot house, but they'd be alone as opposed to, you know, back home in India, China, you'd have like 10 people living in an apartment. Yeah, It's so busy, but their yeah. lives were so full because they had such a community, right? Yeah. And which one is really the poorer of the two, right? Is it the people who always know that somebody will be home? There's somebody, always somebody to talk to, always somebody to listen to, or is it that you know, that one person in his 3000 square foot house, right? So community is is probably very important. And the, the, yeah. the third thing, which I always think is, is again, a little bit underrating is a sense of uh, meaning. Uh, and, and, you know, it's important because um, people always like to believe that they're part of something greater than themselves, right? Yeah. So you can make money, you can make a good living, and you can do that almost with any, you know, any job, anything. But, you know, what is it that gives your life meaning? How are you going, like, are you part of something that's bigger than just you? Yeah. So that's why people find, uh, uh, you know, things like uh, religion very important because it's they're part of a greater whole. Um, you know, being part of a sports team, you know, being a fan of sports teams, you know, that's that's important because it's part of their identity. They're part of something that's larger than themselves. So people find it in many different ways, um, you know, through through various interests or whatever. Um, but it's always important to have that sense of, you know, why are you here? Because sometimes it gets lost. And, you know, if you don't know why you're here, other than to make a dollar and, you know, have food to eat, well, you know, once you've satisfied that, obviously, that's the most basic need. 
uh, there's this whole secondary thing that you want to feel like you're part of something that you're helping people. And it's really, uh, you know, that is, again, a sort of underrated part of health that I think that we, we, we need to go to. So, you know, this, this whole idea, and I think social media is awful at it, is that you get on social media and you immediately, on Twitter, for example, and you immediately gain likes by bashing other people. Oh, I see it all the time, right? And I get a lot of people who bash me. Gary gets lots of people who bash him. And, you know, the whole thing is so destructive <laughs> to your own health. People yeah. don't even recognize it, right? They're, they're, they're addicted to the likes that they get when they say, oh, this guy's stupid. Oh, he doesn't know what he's talking about. Oh, I'm going to debunk this, right? These people who are always debunking, like they build their sense of worth by bashing other people. And what they don't recognize is that you sort of lose your soul in that. Like, yes, you're going to get... You're going to get your likes. You're going to get your followers. You're going to get the people who love to bash other people, but you're going to lose sort of meaning because if, if all your meaning is based on taking down other people and they try to, you know, they try and couch it to themselves that, oh, I'm helping people by taking down misinformation. It's like uh, everybody's entitled to their opinion right? I don't care. Like if you believe in calories and calories, go ahead. I don't really care if you do or not. If you believe in whatever you believe in, like eating 10 times a day, I could care less. Go ahead. I don't believe in it. So I'm going to help the people who want to be helped in that way. I don't say anything bad on social media about this guy's such an idiot, right? It's like, no, why would I do that? So you see it all the time, right? And and I think that that's, that's really, um, you know, you almost have to prevent yourself from, from falling into that trap where you're sort of gaining fame just by being negative, right? Negativity just breeds negativity, right? It was, you know, you, you, you don't, um, you know, you, you don't overcome hate with more hate, right? No. You overcome it with love, no. right? And, and that's the same thing. So on social media, it brings out the worst in people because you're rewarded for hate sort of you know taking down debunking all this sort of stuff it's like just say what you think and let other people think what they think like it's fine like it's a big world <laughs> I mean, so i think that's that's the one part i think that it's important to really always uh, keep in mind I love that. Well, thank you so much for an incredible interview. I'm so grateful and excited that you're part of the summit um, and that you agreed to do this. So um, yeah, until the summit, I am sure everyone will love this interview and uh, we will be back with more. Great. Thanks so much, Karen.